Welcome to the Victory Formation Podcast. I am your host, Matt Anzio, writer, scout at Draft Diamonds, and director of scouting and evaluation at MFE Elite Pro Days. My co-host is a scout and writer for many years for Cover2Draft.com and Nuts and Bolts Sports. On this episode of the Victory Formation Podcast, I am joined by three 2020 NFL Draft prospects. First, I have a kicker punter from Cortland State, Nick Mongelli, three-time all-conference kicker, uh, comes on, talks about how he's keeping it together in this uh, pandemic, and how he's got aspirations to go to the next level. Good-looking film, nice interview, check it out. Right after that, I got a phenomenal wide receiver out of Baldwin Wallace, Edwin Velasquez Jr., Phenomenal wide receiver. We checked him out at the National Bowl. Jeff was down there in person. And this kid can fly, man. 4-3 speed. And a player to keep an eye out on uh, this coming spring. Uh, Whenever football gets going here. Hopefully soon enough. After that, finally, I'm drawn by another phenomenal wide receiver. Big young man. 6-4. Out of Northwestern Oklahoma State. Ken Trez Bell comes on and joins me uh, to talk about this upcoming season, how he's staying in shape, uh, his time in school, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, Great interview, great guys, glad to have him on. Thanks for checking out the show, Victory Formation Podcast. Uh, We're on iTunes, Spotify, um, Apple, Google Casts, uh, Podcast Addict, you name it. Be on YouTube soon. Everything coming through. Um, thanks a lot. Stay safe out there. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Good. Uh, all right, man. I'd like to welcome to the Victory Formation Podcast, kicker, punter, uh, 2020 NFL draft sleeper from Cortland, SUNY Cortland, Nick Mongelli, man. How's it going today? <laughs> Good. Thank you for having me. Awesome, man. Awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I see you're from Marlboro, New York. Um, I went to, I went to high school right over in Washingtonville there. Oh, did you really? I had some yeah, friends who actually went there, played baseball with them. Actually, I'm friends with uh, the kicker who was recently there. I think it was maybe two years ago. He's a kicker at Sacred Heart University now. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, that's, that's crazy. How's every? How's your family holding up, and over there in New York? You know, we're uh, we're holding up. You know, just kind of staying at home. Um, we have our own little home gym here that's serviceable, so we've been using that. And other than that, we're just kind of going out if we absolutely have to for groceries or anything else but other than that just been kind of hanging home staying low trying to keep each other safe yeah that's the majority of americans right now um oh yeah you know it's going to be a slow uh release back but you know we take it day by day we make the best out of the situation and and how are you doing uh being able to work out keep yourself physically and mentally ready as as we wait here uh, I'm doing pretty good. I I go through my uh, my daily routine every day. I kind of got myself on a schedule. Wake up, eat my breakfast, do my homework since I'm finishing up this last semester online. And then I lift in my basement. And then uh, my high school is actually a one road away from my house. So I, I go down there. I kick for an hour. I come home and 
that's usually my daily routine get a little stretch in before bed and then wake up do it all over again that's awesome man um i seen you earned uh what was it all empire honors over the last three years man excellent has there been any scouts from any level of football that have contacted you um, I've talked to I've talked to a, a few teams from the NFL, a few from the CFL, a couple from the indoor league. Um, kind of just uh, kind of got in touch with them based on film I've been sending them, or they've seen my video on social media. So uh, I've definitely been in contact with a few from each league. What did you play in any All Star games this year? Yeah, I did. I went to the um, HBCU Spirit of America Bowl in uh, Salem, Virginia. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> what, what would you say your best moment was playing at Cortland? My best moment at Cortland. Uh, it had to be either. There's there's two that pop right into mind. It was probably either. They're both from this past season. Um, either my field goal to put my team ahead two scores uh, late in the fourth quarter against Alfred University. Um, that was a that was a big pressure kick and it was a big spot and uh, I came through for my team to put us in the best possible position to win that football game. We ended up winning, um, or it was hitting my career long field goal in college, which was a forty six yarder from the right hash to go up twenty seven nothing against um, SUNY Brockport in our conference final this year. Um, so those are definitely the two most memorable moments of uh, my career for sure. Awesome, man. Excellent. And, and and how did you do over there? Was Cortland a good team? You guys win a lot of games? Yeah, we were we were always a pretty good team. We always finished to, uh, in the top three uh, my four years there. The past uh, three seasons, we came in second in the conference um, to Brockport. But uh, other than other than stats and everything, I, I loved the program. I loved everything they were about. It was about the team first. There was no me guys on the team. And if there were, they were cut. You know, we, it wasn't really acceptable. We held everyone accountable, um, no matter if you were a third string or a starter. Everyone was just, was held to the same accountability day in and day out. And uh, Cortland's got a great program. I would recommend it to anyone who is trying to move on and play at the next level. Because, yes, it's a D3 school, but it's a sports school. It's an athletic school. And it, it kind of brings you that D1 atmosphere within a small school, which is really nice. Awesome. Man, I'm glad, you know, you had a good experience there. And, you know, being from New York, yeah, we're going to hold you accountable a lot of times. So that's oh, just yeah. how it goes in New York. You know, uh, you'll be held accountable. But the bottom line is, uh, how? what do you think you are, a better kicker or a better punter in, in, in your eyes? So for sure, I'd be a uh, field goal kicker and kickoff guy first. But I also did punt in college, and I was pretty uh, successful at it. So I feel like that actually adds value to me for this year's um, draft process because I'm able to be the team starting kicker or one of the kickers and also serve as an emergency backup for, to the punter as well. Yeah, it's important to add some versatility. These guys are very greedy with those spots. So you want to be able to do as much as you possibly can in that situation. Uh what would what would you say that uh, you bring to an organization? Any scouts or GMs that might be listening right now? To any scouts or GMs that are, that may be listening right now, all I have to say about myself is that I love the pressure spots. I, I live for them. Um, I I really take I, I put a lot of value 
to the pressure spots and I make the most of them every time, every chance I get. Um, for me, I'm not a big me guy. I just want to do anything that my team would need me to do to help put ourselves in the best possible uh, position to win a football game, whether it's make a field goal to put us up a score, tie a game, onside kick, whatever the case may be. Um, definitely like the pressure spot, though, and I'm definitely not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to back down from the challenge, and I'm a hard worker. I've been working hard my whole life. Um, whatever sport I did play, uh, basketball, soccer, baseball, or football, I've always just held myself accountable and told myself since I'm coming from a small town and a small college that I'm going to have to try and outwork everybody to kind of prove myself that I belong at the next level. Awesome answer, man. Awesome answer. And uh, what, what, what's the most important thing to you, man? What's the most important thing to Nick Mongelli? Are we talking at a game of football-wise? Are we talking life? Uh, I'm, talk I'm talking life. Well, the most important thing to me is um, mindset. I like to, I, I always say to all my friends, all my coaches, positive vibes only. So I like to be positive. I like to stay upbeat. Um, when there is a down, when there is like an upsetting time, whether it's in a football game or in life, there's always a positive that comes out of it. And that's the way I like to see it. And there's never, I, I take every loss or failure as not a loss or failure. I take it as a learning opportunity for myself to get better and go back, whether it's in a game and go watch tape or just think back on the situation that's occurred um, in my life and see what I can take out of it to better myself for next time it comes around, if it does. Man, if there was a right answer to that question, I'd tell you that was it. <laughs> uh, trust me, man. It's very important to keep your positivity because nobody's going to make it through it if they don't right now. Exactly, and especially, uh, especially being a kicker because... I mean, everyone knows sometimes the kicker's a hero or everyone hates him, you know? So if you have a bad kick, you can't harp on it. You can't take it into your next rep because the next rep is what matters. Because I like to I like to always tell the kids that I train, the young kickers in my area, the same thing my coaches told me. Everyone's going to remember you for your last rep. So you, wanna, you don't want to take any reps for granted. And you always want to make the most out of every single rep, whether it's in a sport or it's just in life or at work or anything that you do. Um, I, I want people to remember me as someone who came through when it was crunch time or in a big spot, whether it was in the work field or on the football field. Absolutely, man. And, and who's some kickers that you look up to or you, you've watched over the years? Uh, my my uh, one of my favorite. I got a, a few favorites. Um, I'm a big Justin Tucker fan. I like everything he's about on the field and off the field. He, uh, I actually just recently, I know it was posted a while ago. I just recently saw a YouTube video that he goes downtown in, uh, in Maryland and actually kicks at the public fields and lets young kids go and shag his footballs and he hangs out with them. So I think that's really cool. Um, I also, uh, actually, um, am a big fan of Jason Myers because he played at Marist, which is 10 minutes from my house right across the river from Poughkeepsie and I was actually right. I was actually lucky enough um, when I started this whole uh, uh, draft process and going through all the pre-draft stuff I was like you know um, he's from the area he went to school around here at least so maybe I'll DM him and ask him for any tips and I wasn't really expecting him to answer just because you know he's a professional athlete I'm a kid coming out of college but he answered the same day and he and he gave me some great advice going through the process and he told me um 
you know, a lot of people are going to tell you no, but all you need is that one person to tell you yes. And when they do, you got to grab it, hold on to it and run with it for as long as you can. So that's stuck with me ever since he, uh, he told, he told me that. And I'm really appreciative. Look up to and how he contacted, how I got in touch with him. And he was able to tell me that a lot of people are going to tell me no in this process but all you need is that one person to tell me yes and i gotta hold it run with it for as long as i can and prove to people that i belong there and those that that's something that i've held with me ever since that conversation is just keep working hard because someone's going to notice the hard work sooner or later someone's going to notice it i'm going to get my shot um and when i do i know that i'm not going to disappoint because there, I, there's not a time in my life that I could think of in, in the sport in the sport aspect of my life where I gave up on something. So I just know that I'm going to keep working at it and I'm only going to keep getting better because day in, day out, I come to work. So I really appreciate him for reiterating that to me um, because he said that's what he went by. And he said as soon as someone gave him a chance, he took it and ran with it. And now he's a very successful kicker. He was actually a pro bowler for my Jets a couple years ago. So. It was really yeah. cool to see him uh, playing at MetLife for a little bit before he went back to Seattle. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Uh, you know, known for making the clutch kick. And oh, yeah. you know, that's the big thing right there. So you can make the clutch kick with the game on the line. Uh, you're going to have a nice long career in the NFL or CFL or wherever you wind up. You will have a nice long career because need we need that right now we need good kickers and we need guys with their heads on straight that's very important and 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 tell some of the people listening that maybe they're not scouts they're just regular fans or whatever tell them what what, what does a kicker do to, to, to stay ready to stay training is there soccer involved is there martial arts involved so uh so as a young kid i actually grew up playing soccer i played football for a little bit as a young kid i was a quarterback and then i ended up moving away from the game because i didn't realize that i loved it so much yet so I started my travel soccer career. I started playing varsity soccer as a freshman in high school. Um, I played until my junior year. Sophomore year is when the football took, the team took me on to be their kicker punter. Um, senior year came around. I kind of made the decision for myself that I wanted to focus on football. So I stopped playing soccer. So definitely soccer helped me for sure. Um, and I actually, this past semester up at school, I actually started training um, Muay Thai uh, MMA a little bit with my friends. We were going to a studio up in Cortland, uh, up in Iron, at Iron Mind Performance in Cortland, New York. And it was so much fun just to learn uh, how like hand movements work and how to keep your hands up. And it definitely helped me stay more athletic. Um, I also played uh, baseball and basketball in high school as well. Um, so I definitely think with playing all the sports and training MMA and my my passion for lifting and, and being in the fitness world definitely um, makes me more valuable because it does, I'm not just a kicker. I'm an athlete that kicks. That's how I like to see myself. Um, I can kind of I can if you ask me to run a fake punt, throw a pass, I'll do it. If you ask me to run a fake field goal and run it, I'll do it. So I'm not I'm uh, always ready for any type of situation that a coach or an organization may throw at perfect answer man and uh plug your social media so people can find you yeah so you can follow me um on instagram or twitter my handle is nick mongelli 25 n-i-c-k-m-o-n-g-e-l-l-i 25 um i post all my 
all my videos of me kicking on all, on all my platforms. Um, I post some, I like to post, I have an app on my phone where I have some inspirational quotes once a day pops up. So I'll post those on my story just to kind of spread the word, try and keep people upbeat, maybe give them the little kick in the butt they need in the morning. So uh, th- that's my Instagram. So. Well, man, I want to thank you for coming on the Victory Formation podcast and I wish you luck. Uh, hopefully you get a call and get yourself in the camp, man. Hey, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. All right. Stay safe out there. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Pound 2020 NFL Draft Sleeper with us tonight on the Information Podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. It's a blessing to be on. Awesome, man. And I seen you play ball in, in high school, and you were also an honor roll student too. It said, and 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 when did you first get serious about playing football? Yeah, so um, I like that you said the honor roll student part because I always think grades are pretty important. But um, I really didn't start playing football until like sophomore year of high school, I'd have to say. And then I really didn't really start taking it real seriously until probably around my senior year of high school. I ended up transferring high schools to to a better opportunity to try to play college ball. So yeah, probably, yeah, I'd say around the senior year of high school. So over high school, what, what year? Yeah, uh, 2015. Okay, okay I, my senior year. All right, I guess a little follow-up question from that. Out of high school, uh, you're coming from Florida, right? How did you wind up in at Becker College in Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. So I've actually been a few places. Uh, I've transferred a couple times. I actually, I ended up taking a full ride to uh, to um, Alderson Broadus up in mm-hmm. West Virginia. It's a Division two program up there, and uh, I ended up starting my sophomore year. We had a few head coaching changes. I didn't really. Uh, see the program going in, in the same direction as how of what I wanted to accomplish and then I ended up transferring a few times ended up my senior year at Baldwin Wallace University in Ohio because uh, I was just trying to speak with schools in the OAC that's the conference with Mount Union in it it's great competition a lot of good teams and they just showed me the most interest and and I went ahead and rolled with it. Nice, man. How are you, Edwin? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, my first question is more of a functional question, you know. Um, when we talk okay. about um, projecting you at the next level, when you look at your size, people look at you and say, this guy's a slot. So when you're in the slot, mm-hmm. um, walk me through some of the things you would do um, when it comes to release wise, uh, you're in a slot matched up, say you want to run that speed out and he's giving you that outside mm-hmm. shade. How are you going to set him up to get to the outside and avoid, um, getting jammed up? Okay. So that's a good <laughs> question. Um, the way I see it with the releases is I think it's good to always have every release in your pocket, sort of have like all of the weapons in your arsenal, if you would. Mm-hmm. So I'm always working on all different types of releases, whether it be a speed release, a double up, 
uh, all sorts of different types. I have a whole list of stuff that I go through every week. And your specific question, if I want to run a speed out and he's playing outside leverage, depending on the on what point of the game that we're in at the time, I would have by then picked up on some tendencies that he has shown. So whether he bites on an inside move or if he likes to bail out because he's afraid of getting beat over the top, it all depends on how that specific DB would want to play me. Mm-hmm. But just in a general scenario, I'd probably give him some sort of inside move to 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 attack his near hip, mm-hmm. just to get him running a little bit, and then just any sort of move at the top to just make him think I'm going one way, to just cut it to the outside, and then I go the other. But it's all about reading his hips, his eyes, how he reacts to certain things, and I'd assess it there in the moment. Gotcha. And we've seen you over at the uh, National Bowl, man. Uh, yes, sir. Tell, yes, sir. Tell us, you know, I, I know, I know Jeff seen you there firsthand, and you know, tell us how that experience was, and and how do you feel you fared against some some of those top competition out there? So the National Bowl, I think, was the experience. Um, What they do down there, Mike, I believe that's his name, the director of it. He puts together a really good, real good showcase of like the talent and competition at the smaller levels. Um, I think overall, I did what I needed to do. Um, it was definitely a real good amount of competition and talent across the board. There was really no bad players at all. Everybody was real good at their technique and fundamentals. And I think overall, I had a good weekend. Um, I scored a touchdown in the game. I think I was also highlighted as one of the standout players of the week. So I think overall, I had a pretty good weekend there, and I put my talents. Yeah, and I was my I was impressed up front. Yes, you know, especially being there that weekend. Appreciate that. Um, being there for the past couple of years. Usually what we get is a good balance when we, we talk about the things that we've seen in yeah. practice. Game day may be one thing, but when it comes down to those couple of days of practice, mm-hmm. especially when you're going through the one-on-ones and seven-on-sevens, the those periods, you see a good balance. The DBs will have yeah, a good yeah, day. Yeah. The receivers will have a good day. And usually it goes back and forth. This year, I didn't see that. This year, I sort of was heavy dominant on the receiver side. Um, uh, especially, um, I know you played with Brandon Swain Price mm-hmm. and AJ Green and um, Raphael Edwards. Those guys was uh, all those guys. You yeah. come out of there because they've been they were consistent that weekend, torching everybody. Um, but what what was the consensus of you guys? Mm-hmm. Because this is Absolutely. one year where you didn't look come out of there and say this DB really showed out because the receivers took the fight to him. What what did you guys come out with? Was it something that happened from that first meeting after weigh-ins? Well, you guys said y'all were setting the tone, or was it an everyday thing that y'all decided to raise it up another level? Um, I want to say it was probably two things. One, I really don't know how or why this came about, but I really, just from day one, I felt a really mm-hmm. tight, like, family-oriented group of guys, in all honesty. Like, because obviously... It was me and like six or seven other guys that I've never met before. But by the end of the weekend, like all of us had a group chat. 
still talking to this day, still checking on each other. Like it was just a very family oriented group and everybody cared for all of us, honestly. And then the second part of that, I'd probably say, I think we had a really good diverse group of talent. Like I know you mentioned a player like, like um, AJ Green, big body, quicker than fast, really good hands, great routes. And then there was players like um, Jake Wood. He's a slot receiver. He was really good out of the slot, great routes, great catches. Uh, there was a few speed guys. So just all in all, I think it, it was a good group of talent where it, it wasn't really just one-sided of just, just straight speed guys, all tall players, all physical. I think it was a good group of just a you know, variety. The way you were breaking that down, if you, if you don't make it as a player, there's a future for you in scouting. This one was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like, I like listening to that, man. Yeah. You know, basically, you know, there's guys, you got scouts home now, you got GMs, coaches, unfortunately, these guys are stuck home. And they're trying to put together that 90-man roster right now uh, Mm -hmm. for for the camp. And, you know, basically, it's going to be tough. You know, they're focused on the seven rounds right now, and that's even hard because they got kids home. Um, you know, it's just difficult for them, to, for everybody to get their jobs done properly. So being able to put this out there is very important to me so that maybe you guys can have your voices heard. So basically with the 90 man roster, what would you bring to, you know, what would Edwin Velasquez, Velasquez, ah, <laughs> Edwin Velasquez, it's that, Jr. It's that Jersey. It's all good. Yeah, bring to New York, baby. But bring, bring to their organization or their team, man. All right. So, I think first and foremost, the minute I walk into the building, they're they're definitely getting the hardest worker they could ask for, and it's not hard work looking for acknowledgement. It's really at the end of the day, hard work that that makes me want to be better than myself every single day i don't look at the guy around me i don't look at the guys behind me in front of me i look at myself every single day and i tell myself it's you versus you that's a quote that i do my best to live by because i know that if i'm better than i was yesterday today and i continue to do that i know the best version of me will be great so that's what I would be giving to a team. And they're getting a resilient worker, relentless worker. Uh, and honestly, just the all around, well, for one, a great athlete with all the intangibles and athletic ability. And then aside from that, just a great guy. Like, I'm never really up to no good. I'm very chill and laid back. Really, all I do is football. Like, I don't go out. I don't have a lot of like people that I talk to. I don't mess around. All I do 24-7, football, football, football. So they're 100% going to get a player that's just completely invested in perfecting his craft Perfect, and just trying man. to be the best me and, every uh, single day. Basically, uh, <clears throat> Jeff, you have anything else? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, going back to functionality 
Um, scenario, another scenario is um, you're mm-hmm. one of the slots. Um, we're working against cover two. Tell me how you're going to adjust your route based on the zone coverage there. Okay. You're one of you're you're the under shallow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Under shallow versus cover two. Okay, so um, I think it really would depend on the concept that we're running, but you definitely don't want to run into the to the linebackers, but then you also want to stay above the D linemen. So yeah, so depending on the other routes yeah, that you mesh, have, with, so you're gonna I'm have assuming a, it'd be double shallows or high, low, or maybe or like low, a dig shallow. You'll have a dig coming behind. Okay. 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 So if I'm the under shallow, I want to stay tight enough to the shallow mm-hmm. that I'm with, so we create like a natural rub. Um, and then I want to be behind the D lineman, but not above the backers. But then at the same time. If the quarterback wants me to throttle down in the window or continue over to the next window, uh, it would all really depend on how on how they're playing that specifically. But I would say it'd be like a tight window throw uh, about four or five yards downfield to the heels of the D line. And how are you keeping yourself prepared with everything going on right now, man? Yeah, so, I mean, as you guys probably assume, things have definitely been pretty difficult. Uh, I was training up at T3 Performance up in Ohio. It's a real state-of-the-art training facility with great trainers, great people. Um, They closed down a few weeks ago, and I didn't have anywhere else to go, so then I decided to just drive home to South Florida. Uh, and I've really just been doing everything on my own, just trying to find a field on my own, me and just some other players from around the area. And then kind of just virtually like training with my trainer. Like I'll send him some video clips and he'll critique me here and there. And then I have my whole like my schedule for the week, every single week. So like 40 yard dash training, shuttle l drill vert broad i do hands tennis ball drills every single day route yeah. work fundamentals just trying well, to make I mean, sure that i'm get a lot of film of, work done and and, and guys seem to understand the importance of film work a lot of times yeah that's uh, you know i find it amazing when guys don't know yeah, uh, you know certain players and stuff even even from the past because you know these are people that you need to you know pay attention to if you really love the game obviously but uh, if Jeff's got anything else for you, otherwise I'll let yeah. you plug your social media so people know where to find you. Yeah, go ahead and plug away to your um, your social media. Okay. Yeah, so I man. actually don't really have social media <laughs> except Twitter. Uh, just to promote my stuff. Yeah. Because I try to stay away from all that kind of stuff, you know. But uh, Twitter, yeah, it's uh, at EVJ S Z N underscore EVJ awesome man yeah I'm with you Edwin yeah Edwin Velasquez (laughs) (laughs) see I got it I got it I had it and then you know you got it you only say so many names in one day you know but we really appreciate you coming on the uh, (laughs) podcast man stay safe out there no problem good luck next week I appreciate you guys having me on
What's up, Kentrez Bell? Yes, sir. How are you? What's going on? We got wide receiver Kentrez Bell, Northwestern Oklahoma State, a 2020 NFL draft prospect, wide receiver, six foot four. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. How are you, sir? Hey, hanging in there, brother. Hanging in there. You know, some good, some bad. Some guys getting through, some guys not. It's been uh, hit or miss. So I'm glad to have you on, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know it's crazy right now, but uh, <clears throat> with this pandemic going on and everything, man, it's gonna it's gonna ground a lot of dreams, not only on the field but in all aspects of life. Tell me how you, you're gonna be uh, the exception to this, man. Uh, so you're asking like what I'm doing to stay in shape and everything with all this going on? Yeah, I mean, how are you gonna keep yourself mentally and physically ready? You know, and, 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 and not let your dream of being a, a pro football player slip away is basically the question. Uh, I just think of times like this, you can't let stuff like this stop you. So uh, uh, every day you got to go out and get it no matter uh, how you get it. Uh, everything's not going to be handed to you. So like I do um, right now, our weight room is not open because of the virus, the pandemic going on. So uh, but my, my teammates out here, they have a weight set and uh, stuff at their house. So we go out there and work out get our daily workout in and then I'll, I'll hit the field uh, every day in the afternoon so that's pretty my typical day of working out yeah that's very important to keep your routine going and 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 keep working out and keep your mental going and try to keep the diet going even though it's a little bit harder to get food sometimes these days but uh you know man it, it'll come together man you know you just keep it together and you know we you know it, it will get better you know nobody can can promise the time that's that's where i i get upset with people promising this and promising that because nobody knows yet so exactly. we, just, we just play it by ear and we'll see what happens but we will be back at it and so so who in your life uh inspired you to 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 do what you're doing and uh, you know on the field and off the field who, who's inspired uh ken Tresbell, man oh uh, inspired me well uh mainly my cousin justin leathers he's a He's a coach at my high school now. He coaches basketball there. But uh, he was the first uh, person in my family to go to college on a, like, athletic scholarship. He played Division One basketball at the University of Texas Pan American. And uh, so, like, I seen him, like like I said, not very many people in my family go to college and uh, do things like that. So he just drove me to keep my head on straight as a young kid and uh, continue my dream uh, to go to college and be a college athlete. Oh, that's awesome, man. And I see as, as a freshman – uh, you you attended uh, Nebraska Kearney right as a freshman, and uh, yes. how'd you wind up at Northwestern Oklahoma? Did they come uh, recruit you? Uh, um, okay. And um, when I left Kearney uh, after my uh, spring of my freshman year, our defensive coordinator, Coach King Gordon, he left. So when I uh, asked to leave Nebraska Kearney, when I got my release, uh, he was one of the first coaches to contact me and heard that I released. And uh, he asked me or told me that uh, Coach Matt Walter, the head coach here at Northwestern, uh, Coach Matt, he used to, when he was the offensive coordinator at Emporia State, he was recruiting me in high school. So he said he knew who I was and that he liked my playing style, how I played, and that he felt like it would be a good fit for me to uh, follow them out here to Northwestern. And, uh, and I watched a couple of their films and saw how they, their plays were, and, uh, and I felt like it was a better fit for me than running that triple option at Nebraska Carnegie to get my chance to play at the next level. So that's why I made the decision. Awesome, man. Awesome. And, and and how was your time at the school? Uh, Nebraska County, the, the, the school was uh, nice. I made a, 
I met a lot of good friends there. I still keep in touch with today. Uh, no, like I, mean, I said, I mean, I mean um, Northwestern. Uh, oh, Northwestern. Oh, Northwestern is great. Uh, it's one big family out here. That's what I like about it. Uh, like most people know, Alva is kind of a small town, so it keeps our football team together. So I like that a lot. We're very, very uh, family oriented team. Our we're coach we're with our coaches and everything. So it's one big family out here, and I love it. Atmosphere community loves the football team. So. That's one good thing you love when uh, being an athlete that you have a uh, support around. Yeah, yeah, football's good, man. Football, they love football down there, man. And you know, I'm, pro I'm probably one of the few New Yorkers that <laughs> get along with people down there. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, good people though in general, man. Uh, that's because it's just a game, you know. And people, yes, sir. Uh, they take it a little too far sometimes, man. That ain't what life's about, man. But. Uh, What's your biggest attribute on the field? <clears throat> biggest attribute on the field? Uh, I feel like I'm a very uh, possessive wide receiver, which means like uh, I feel like the ball's thrown in my area. I make very good uh, contested catches. Uh, I'm going to do my job to complete the pass, whether it's throwing me, whether bad ball, highly contested, whatever. So I feel like I'm one of those guys that when you need a playmate, toss the ball up, I'll do it for you. Cool, man. And and what's some areas that you're working on? <clears throat> working on, uh, I'm I gained a little weight now, so I'm 190 now. So I'm make, trying to maintain keeping my speed and my route, so I don't slow up with that. Um, uh, getting out of my breaks a little bit more better. I've been working on those with some cone drills and doing stuff like that. Good. And, and were you able to have a pro day or or not? Um, no, my pro day was canceled. I was supposed to go to the. Uh, one of the uh, American National Combines, and then I was going to do the uh, Athlete Combine in uh, St. Joseph, Missouri, but both of those were canceled. But uh, yeah. I have a video that's about to come out with uh, me running the 40 and uh, the shuttle and the uh, elk cone drills. Those videos, that video of my agents getting that together now, and that should be coming out here in the next few days. Awesome, man. Awesome. You do what you can in these times, man. And, you know, Sir. it's tough for the scouts, too, to you know, without the pro days, they don't know where to go with the, the bottom of the roster. So it, it's hard, you know, so they're looking hard. And, you know, that's why I try to help any way I can. Um, and, and what would you say uh, your biggest attribute you bring to like the locker room? Oh, like with my team? Uh, this year I was voted team captain. So I feel like I'm a good leader when it comes to uh, keeping everyone focused on what we're coming to do, or our job we're maintaining to do on the field. Uh, um, I have that leadership quality to I have a voice. I'm going to speak when, when I feel like the team's down, when we need to pick it up. I'm going to let uh, everyone know. And I'm just going to let you know I'm going to do my part and do whatever, everything I can do to uh, better the team. Awesome. And, 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 and who's some players you really, really looked up to or, or uh, inspired you growing up? Some some wide receivers or, or whatever players, don't matter. Uh, inspired me always. Uh, I've grown up to try to master my, uh, my attributes behind Randy Moss, I always liked him growing up. He was a big inspiration to me playing wide receiver. Yeah. One of the uh, players that actually got me into playing wide receiver was Randy Moss. I like the way he played the game of football. And uh, modern days now, I like to uh, pick up stuff from Stefan Diggs. I think he's a pretty good route runner. So when I try to better my routes, I like watch and critique what he does and try to uh, add that into my game. Uh, definitely. Definitely a good player to model your game after. And, um, you know... <clears throat> Basically, I let guys tell uh, to any of the GMs or the scouts or, uh, you know, anybody that might be listening from the NFL, XFL, well, C no more XFL or CFL. Uh, 
what you what 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 does uh, Kentrez Bell bring to their organization? Uh, you're gonna be getting a hard worker, a player that's willing to do whatever he needs to do to uh, have his team to win. Uh, I'm gonna grind day in day out, give my best uh, day in day out, no days off with me. Uh, and that's pretty much about it. I'm gonna make the plays when uh, my number is called, so I'll all I need is one shot. Awesome, man. And where did you grow up? Uh, Kansas City, Missouri native. Oh, nice, man. That's what I thought. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was looking at that. That's cool, man. You Chiefs fan? Yes, sir. Very big Chiefs ah, fan. Ah, there you go. At least you got a Super Bowl in before all this crap. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, big AR. I love the guy. I really do. Um, I learned a lot of what I know from, from watching AR, uh, Big Red. You know, just an excellent coach, and he really knows how to throw together a roster, too, because he knows how to find those those uh, sleepers very well. Yes, um, sir, those gyms. Yeah, always did. So I watched him for 14 years. was very helpful. Um, I'll give you a chance to uh, plug your social media so people know where to find you, man. Oh, social media uh, on Twitter. You're going to at underscore Trezzyboy, all caps, T-R-E-Z-Z-Y-B-O-Y. Uh, Instagram at TrezzyBaby underscore 14 T-R-E-Z-Z-Y B-A-B-Y underscore 14 Awesome man and uh, you know, just just stay safe out there buddy we'll get through this and uh, man look forward to it I think you're gonna get I think you're gonna get on the team and get on a squad somewhere brother Oh thank you so much I appreciate that sir Alright man keep your head up I appreciate it you stay safe uh, with this uh, virus going around Stay clean. <laughs> that I will, man. And uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Uh, no problem. Thanks for the invite. I appreciate it. Anytime. Mm-hmm.